Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Disc Golf Answer Man. I am Bobby Cool Daddy Slick Breeze. Now in this particular episode, I have Randy Clayton, or as some people know him as Rauli. I'm not even going to try to say his last name, but he is someone that I met uh, with Clash Discs. In fact, he's the one that reached out to me and asked me to do some social media work for Clash Discs. And we've gone grown a friendship and a business relationship where I'm helping them grow disc, uh, grow Clash Discs here in the United States. Now he, this particular episode was going to be a part of the U.S. tour team. I was going to, because of the time difference, I was going to interview him and then show that uh, a little bit of information from him during the U.S. tour team episode. But it turned out to be a long conversation about him and disc golf, him and class disc and some other topics that we talk about. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to make it its own episode. So that's what this episode is about. But before we get to that, make sure you guys go to my Instagram, Uncle Bobby Jr., and you'll be able to find a link uh, in my link in bio, a link to my online garage sale. Now, I'm selling some of my old dynamic discs, discs that I don't throw anymore, need anymore. So you guys get the benefit from that by getting some good deals on some probably nine out of 10, eight out of 10 sleepy scale. Some are never thrown. I just was given these discs out of my allotment and I just never ended up throwing them. So hopefully there's some still left by the time you listen to this. If not, I apologize. They may be all gone by the time you hear this episode. So anyway, guys, go check that out. But here is the episode with uh, Randy. All right. So like I said in the intro, this is Randy or Rauli. No, there's only one U. So Rauli. Um, from Class Discs in Finland, good friend, becoming good friends. Uh, seems like we talk almost every day via text uh, for a little bit. Um, but tell us, yeah. tell it, tell me a little bit about you and disc golf in Finland. What are you as far as disc golf in Finland? You're a pro disc golfer in Finland. How much do you play, and how much like events do you play? Is <laughs> playing with the word loosely in pro, um, but I know you do yeah. some disc golf commentary. But uh, tell us what all you do as far as disc golf in Finland. Well, well, I guess we could use the term semi-professional, as I'm. I've got two daughters. I'm working. It's pretty tough to be a professional disc golfer. Yeah, I'd say I'm maybe somewhere like top fifty. That's that's not that's bad. Maybe that's good. Something. Well, yeah, it's fine. Somewhere around that, I guess. Yeah. At least. Now, how did you get into the commentary side? Yeah, so I do commentary for Discal Finland, which is more or less the Jomas of Finland. And uh, I I think it just... <laughs> yeah, now I remember. Um, So we had Macbeth Challenge in Finland. This is how the Disco Finland started. Um, the local club filmed it and everyone loved it, but they needed someone to do commentary. And uh, I was playing with Macbeth, so they asked me, would you like to do it? Um, they had another fella who's a professional. He works in audio something, something. <laughs> and, uh, like a professional commentator, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I told him that, uh, yeah, I'll do it, but uh, I don't know how to do commentary and I won't even try that uh, the way we are going to do it and it will work is we'll open a can of beer (laughs) and we'll watch it like we are what like we would be watching it together, Uh you know, with him. 
And uh, that style has kept us going now for five or six years, I think. And uh, we are probably the most popular duo in Finland, dubbed as the big sexy of Finland. Really? That's awesome. How yeah. many beers do you usually go through in, a, uh, in an episode? <laughs> no, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. That was- that was just a one-time event. Oh, okay. No more more beers. Yeah. So, no so more you have beer. kind of a laid-back style and a little bit kind of similar to the Very. big sexy. I got Very. you. Man, I think it has evolved evolved over the years mm-hmm. uh, to be a bit more professional, but we definitely have a distinctive style, uh, which is it's very laid back, and uh, we are not afraid of calling the players out. <laughs> Like if someone mess ups, mm-hmm. messes up, we'll we'll probably call it. Oh, really? Do you ever get yeah. any uh, feedback from that from the players? No, we. It's not like with spite. Oh, okay, yeah. It's more more you know with a good amount of Finnish humor, humor, sarcasm. I got you. Okay. Now, now, how long have you been in disc golf, playing and commentating? Well, commentating, I think it's five or six years. I've been, I believe this will be my ninth year playing. Ninth year playing, okay. Yeah, Excellent. so I started. So now I you was. and I met through Clash Disc, but tell us, tell us your story. How did you get started with Clash Disc? How were you introduced to it? Yeah, so uh, during the off season, Disco Finland does this uh, fun content where me and the co-host, we play against each other, and it's fairly popular. So Class Discs actually contacted us, and would you like to try out our discs in one of your videos? And we said, like, hey, fine, let's do it. It's probably some, like, something, some random Finnish disc golf company. And we were very surprised mm. by the quality of the discs. Like we were expecting some like chunk, mm-hmm. but they were, um, well, as I said before, I w- I'm a semi-professional, so I need proper discs, you know, that they can't be like some, well, they were, a pro- they were proper discs. They were like, I could use them. I could like actually throw them and, uh, shape lines and whatever. So we got a lot of good feedback from the video. Last got a lot of good feedback from the video. And the owner of the company, he started calling me like pretty much daily after the video <laughs> mm-hmm. and just started asking random questions like, you know, what is Heiser? <laughs> stuff like that. So he's making discs and he doesn't even know what a Heiser is. Huh? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Uh, well, so he started doing discs for his kids and he, he did not play disc golf, nor he knew anyone from the community. I don't think he even knew what like Innova was. And, um, he started, um, asking me a lot of questions and, uh, after a month or so, he offered me a job mm. at Clash Discs, which I accepted. And, uh, I think, um, since they have like um, uh, roots in plastic manufacturing, 
with uh, like most of the workers at Clash Discs are old Nokia workers. Mm. They used to do plastics for Nokia, the cell phone company. And so they have the plastic expertise. And I'm there kind of like guiding them into the disc golf world and what discs are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Has that and been I exciting for you as far as like, is that been, kind of a cool thing for you? Yeah, it's it's been a fun journey, as you can see. <laughs> That's the basic finish, you know, <laughs> very fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it all over your face. Very fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, well, it's been a fantastic journey. I've been doing all sorts of stuff with Clash, like from uh, managing the team, talking with you, uh, being part of the um, uh, advertisements, designing the discs, testing the discs, and uh, and basically the journey has pretty much, I think this will be our first official year as the first year uh like half of the year we had only three or four molds and basically we were only known in finland yeah yeah i think it's uh surprising to when i talk to people they're they're surprised that um the company is still so very young i mean it's literally been a year i mean we, we released the anniversary box the one year anniversary and that's literally one year making discs and putting discs out there, but with the commercials and all the other stuff, uh, it seems like class has made a huge impact, uh, out there on people. So I'm excited for this first year where we have things a little more structured, a little more organized and a little more, more people out there, uh, telling people about class disc. So uh, you, and you and I've talked about this before. Your like your current role is because it's a small company. Um, I've even had the people say, now, what do you do for class? I'm like, well, I, I, I do a lot of social media, a lot of media, but I also do some team stuff and things like that. So it's like we wear different hats. So that's yeah. kind of the case for you, right? I mean, it's like you're kind of like, and you're one of your one of your hats, one of your roles is you're the interpreter as well. So yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, since the owner doesn't really speak English, yeah, he understands English but doesn't speak it. So, so you do, but you do the team management, design discs. Is there any other thing that you do that's kind of behind the scenes? Um, I think I've been pretty much part of part of everything. Just a part of everything has yeah. been. It's been a team effort. Uh, pretty much everything else besides the warehouse work. Pretty much so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've done a little bit of that as well, but like very little. Yeah. Now, what's your, what is your, in your eyes, what's your goal for class discs? I think that's a, that's a, I don't, I don't have a goal for it. No. Like I've been, I've been enjoying the journey. Like, um, of course, just making better products, yeah. making fun products and, you know, just trying to do things better all the time. But as uh, like a goal, I don't think uh, I have one for Clash besides just enjoying the journey. Yeah. So where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, where do you want to be in the Clash company? 
company? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think um, uh, when they were asking me to join the company and work for them, they asked a similar question and I just told them that uh, uh, like it doesn't moti- motivate me to, you know, try to achieve something, try to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm very happy, like wherever the wind takes me, mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying the journey. What does motivate does you? Does it make sense? I think so. But what, is there anything that motivates you? Um, uh, overall, just, you know, being part of the process yeah. and doing stuff. Like I like, I like being part of the process and working and, uh, you know, seeing a disc that you've been working on. And the best thing and feeling I've had is like, we released a disc and then someone says it's the best disc ever. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Feels good that you had a part of that, huh? Yeah. 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 Something like that. Uh, What, uh, so talking about being part of the process, you're coming to the United States for the uh, disc golf conference and for the Las Vegas challenges and some other stuff. Is that the first time you've been to the U S yeah. And what are your expectations? I I don't know. I'm probably gonna, the plane is going to drop. That's my (laughs) expectation. (laughs) The plane's not going to drop. You're going to be just fine. (laughs) No, like, Every time, every time I'm going somewhere, uh, there's news that a plane dropped like a week <laughs> before. And just yesterday, it was in Nepal. Oh, really? I hadn't heard of that. Yeah. They had a plane crash there every time. And like, I don't trust the planes. Like my um, grandfather, he never flew. And he said just that you don't have a branch to hang on to. Mm-hmm. And I kind of live by that, you know, you have to have something to grab on the, when yeah. shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good philosophy. So I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. I'm going to, I think, hey, what, I oh think man. what we need to do is I'm, we're going to take the adventure. You're going to take the adventure. I think we're going to, we're going to vlog about your adventures in the U S I'm going to have you try different yeah, foods. Of course something. you probably, you guys have Eng- American food out there. I mean, you guys have. I don't know what, what, what I need to have you try. That's like McDonald's. Of course we do. have. That. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what America is. McDonald's. <laughs> that and mac and cheese. Yeah. The big thing, McDonald's and mac and cheese. the big thing I want to do is walk you guys through Vegas and the underground where all the casinos are. My mind was blown away at, it's just, it felt like just miles of casino and just, America in excess. Like there was an M&M store and it was all M&M's huge store. And it all was just M&M's and M&M toys and M&M flavors. And it was crazy. So, um, well, I, I'm a big fan of fear and loathing in Las Vegas. So maybe we'll get something done. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you're what, so you've had your hand in designing some of the discs or all of the discs, pretty yeah. much. I would say all of the discs. But which ones are you like? Well, a little bit here and there, I'm sure, on some of the discs. A um, little bit here and there. Yeah. For most of them. Um, 
uh, well, honey is something that um, I worked on. Yeah. And it went through quite a lot of um, prototypes yeah. before we got it right. And the second I threw that disc, I told, um, uh, at first we were, co- Wild Honey at first was going to be like a professional driver. But when the uh, run came out and it was bit, uh, it was less, uh, it was understable. I just, I just had a feeling like, yeah, everyone is going to love this one. We're going to just stay, keep it here. Really? Like we're gonna keep it here, and I called them that. I bet this is gonna sell. Like this, this is a great disc. Well, you called that right because and, it's one of the uh, most popular discs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. I just got that feeling. Like threw it on a hyzer, it flipped and kept turning quite a long time, and still came back. It was uh, it was controllable, and gave like huge distance. So. I'm I'm very happy how yeah. that turned out. Yeah, it's one of my favorite discs. It's one that I use to show off when I when I know I need some distance. That's yeah. the one I get because my even my with my slower arm, it, it it's a perfect disc for that. Yeah. Um, so this process that you get, so they'll send you a prototype. What do you usually do? You go out and throw mm. it just a few times and take some notes, or just kind of in your no, head. That's not that's not exactly the process. Okay. It starts from that, like. Uh, We'll design it together. Yeah. Like we have a, I don't know what the program is called, but it's very expensive. Yeah. It's from, uh, it's the same program, I believe, that they use to do those phones. Oh, wow. So um, it costs, like, let's say, 100,000 right. program, something like that. Yeah. You can basically build an air, airplane with it. <laughs> Okay. So, okay, we sit down together and first we'll like figure out what we're going to, what we want to do with the disc. And we try to get the rough sketch out there Then we'll make the first mold. And uh, um, I'll usually do the first test flights. And uh, if it's not broken, like, I mean, broken in a way, like, we're trying to make a, an understable disc and it becomes a roller. Mm. That's a broken disc. Okay. So if it goes through me, we'll usually send them to most of our players. And uh, I think they give the final green light for the disc. So How- it's um, like a group effort. Yeah. How many different prototypes do you usually go to before you get go through, before you get the actual, this is, the, this is what we, we're looking for? It depends. Depends. I think um, I think the drivers are the toughest one. Yeah, why you say they that? Are faster, and they have uh, they tend to uh, have a lot more vari- variables. Variables. Mm, variables. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And mid ranges and butters. So I think uh, for wild honey, I think. It was maybe three or four prototypes that we went through. Interesting. Yeah, but we finally got it done and like, yeah, this is it. So give me two discs that you're just, you love those two discs from class that you, when you go out and throw, you're just, 
Those are, those are the ones you're kind of grabbing. Two or three. No, I, I use the ginger oh, really? quite a lot. So I guess that's the one for me. Like I, I throw forehand, backhand, and uh, I use it pretty much everywhere whenever I can. Yeah. Uh, as a distance fairway. And um, also, if you throw it a bit slower, it tends to have quite an overstable finish. Yeah. So it fits into that slot as well. So I've been liking that quite a lot. And um, Mint, that's the other mold that I'm using quite a lot. I think they are my favorite molds. But um, as class discs have open back for all the players, yeah. and it will stay like that, even when we have more molds, um, I'm using most of the discs. Pretty much most of the discs, uh, and it's just because of the plastic. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can throw pretty much any disc out there. It doesn't matter <laughs> like that much, but for me at least, it's quite cold in Finland. I have dry hands for some reason, so the plastic just—I don't know—I can just throw them easier. So if I can find a slot in my bag for plastic, I will add it instantly and just learn the disc just because of the hand feel alone. So that's kind of, you brought that up. That's kind of a topic that I've seen on different Facebook groups um, as, you know, Eric Oakley and James Proctor, Eric Stinchcomb with, you know, with class discs has us as a sponsor and a couple others. And then of course we have Drew Gibson that's out there with the open bag policy. So why is it important to class disc to stay open bag? Well, it was, I think it was quite simple. Um, the way the owners uh, kind of made it happen. Well, first of all, we don't have enough molds. Right. But the owner said that, um, uh, let's say a player has potted with some other brand for 10 years in a row. Why would we? take that away from him if it like uh, might uh, jeopardize his career in disc golf why would we take that away he's still gonna be class sponsored if he wants to pop with another disc go for it and it's also since we've given that option for players we've gotten truthful feedback yeah like it's not the player's fault. It's our fault if they are not using our discs. And I think it's a refreshing experience. Like uh, instead of, I don't want to call anyone out, but for example, like uh, Macbeth has been asking for that, uh, was it eight speed disc Athena or something like that. Mm -hmm. He has been wanting a disc like that for a while since he's been with Discraft, I think it's deeper or something like along that lines. I haven't thrown it, but can I take Macbeth's word on him? Like, is it the disc that he wanted? Mm. Like, can I trust him? Right. You know, like no matter how the disc turned out, he has to say like, yeah, this is, this, this is, is exactly the, yeah. what I wanted. But is that true? Like you may never know. Right. Um, but 
the way we are working now, we are getting truthful feedback, yeah. like honest feedback. Yeah. So I, 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 I do like that. I think that that's one of the surprising things when I've talked to players um, about Clash is that when I tell them open bag, they're like, oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, you guys don't have all the molds. I'm just like, no, 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 that's that's going to be the policy going forward. Even when we have a full, yeah. uh, a huge lineup and that they're like, wow, I like that. You know, it's like yeah. they like that freedom. And what I tell them is that if we're, if you have a favorite disc that you love and we don't have something to fill that shot, then we're not doing our job. And so yeah. eventually we're going to do that job because we want feedback from you and we want yeah. to make a disc that will fill that shot. And so I think, I think that, that, like you said, that honesty where it's like, this really is the disc you wanted. It's not because we are slapping your name on it and we want you to sell our disc. It's because the disc you wanted that you feel yeah. like is going to make your game that much better. So I think that approach is interesting, but it also kind of, it also does help open up the players to kind of be able to, you know, we don't want them to turn into what we call race car drivers where they have, you know, sponsors all over their t-shirts, all kinds of different sponsors, but it does kind of help them figure things out a little bit differently when they're out there yeah. trying to make, make it, make it on their own. So I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, I had one. Of, oh, so, okay. So the ginger and the mint. Now, are you putting with a cloud? What are your thoughts on the butter versus the popcorn? I mean, I got a lot of people that are oh. either popcorn or butter. What's your favorite as far as a putter? Um, I like popcorn. Well, I'm, um, this off season, I started putting with popcorn. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just a tiny bit larger than uh, other butters out there. So I'm, in my head, I'm thinking since it's bigger, it's going to hit the chains. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, if it works in your head, it's okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, just throw butter. you a, a, an ultimate or something, a, a, a lid or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> So I'm uh, not putting with it. Um, I like it as a throwing butter. The which one? The butter throwing butter or the popcorn? Butter, throwing butter as butter. a throwing butter. Yeah, that's a butter an butter. Easy one. That's what we need to do. We need yeah, to make. We need to make a, a a contest on the Instagram. How fast can you say I I put with a butter putter butter better than a butter? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of tongue twister. Like <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I was going to make this part of our tour team, but this is actually, I think this is going to be an episode on our on its own because we're learning a little bit about class disc, which I think is fantastic. So what's something yeah, that you can, not? is there anything you can share with us that uh, you're allowed to, that people can look forward to in 2023 as far as molds that are coming out or anything else? Okay, I think we, I think we will have... Well, first year we made 12 molds. Yeah. We could have made 50 molds, but they would probably have sucked. Like, <laughs> most likely. Like, you need time to test them out. Right. And, uh, figure everything out. But we have at least, I think, seven to eight molds coming this year. Okay. Just filling in the slots. Uh, I think most uh, requested disk has been something between the soda and cookie. Okay. So uh, pretty straight flying 
maybe, be, uh, maybe like minus one fairway driver. So that's what we are working on now. That will be, I believe that will be our first release in 23. Okay. What about as far and, as putters? Um, yes, we are making putters as well. Okay. Um, I think we will release one with a bead mm. as it's been something that like a lot of people, they either prefer with a bead or without the bead. Yeah. So you kind of need both of them. Yeah. So we will most likely make one putter with a bead. And man, there are just so many discs that we still need. I can just yeah. start just going through them. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the schedule besides that. First release will be a fairway driver. Okay. And then of course the big thing that people love is the names. And yeah. I love the philosophy of what how we name things. Can you explain to people how that is? Yeah, so um in the beginning when they were before I joined the company, they were already deciding like what the brand should be. And um I know a lot of people are going with like food items. But I don't think that's necessarily our brand. I think the idea behind it was that uh, it's more of a flavor or a taste. Yeah. You know that um, when you look at our whatever disc you pick, they, you instantly you have an image in your head, maybe a taste, maybe a memory or something. So I like the uh, naming scheme behind it. Yeah. Or with the brand, like it gives you something to you know that you can think of instead of okay again i don't want to like they've latitude for example they've made their brand work they have great names nothing to it but close your eyes and think of hope or grace mm. like they are intangible ah yeah mm-hmm Yes, that's like I don't have an image in my mind. Yeah. But with our products, you instantly have like, and uh, like, also they are very neutral, neutral, the names. Yeah. It's very hard to hate on the, on them. Like, no one's going to hate like potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody might, but like with a passion. Right. Like, no one's going to hate it with potatoes. Yeah. Like, no. We, it, it, it might get into there though if we if we ever ever and i'm not saying that we are or are not but like garlic or cilantro i know a lot of people don't like the, don't yeah, like cilantro and garlic so um but i like that i never um i think it's really cool how and what i like is that for me on my part and for people obviously have done this but like when you post something it's so easy to like if you're saying, man, I love the salt to have a little image of a salt shaker on there, you know, it's just yeah. so easy to do that. Or uh, the butter, you know, I'll, I see all kinds of Instagram stories yeah. where people post about a butter and then they got the slab little thing of butter. And then uh, one guy had, I can't remember who did it, but he made up a, a bunch of little videos where he had like literally mint and he literally had some salt falling or something like that on one of the salts. So it was pretty cool. So I love that. Yeah, but it's easy. It- 
easy to market as well. And um, but it's also fun. Like if you go to our let's say our fan community, and there's just someone asked like, so what should be the next name should be? And it's instantly filled with ideas. Yeah, like, oh yeah. I want it to be beefcake, and then it's like super overstable dish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you know that's kind of fun. You know. Yeah, and then what? Someone, someone wants bread. Anyway. Someone wants us to name a bread yeah. so they can have their bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just you know it's fun. And that might be good. That and, might be uh, good. Now that I'm thinking about it, that, might be good. Like gift packages. Christmas, get your buy someone the bread and butter or something like that, and it be packaged already together, bread and butter, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or salt and pepper or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, that's it's been fun learning a little bit about class discs and about you, and I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about you and from you as we get going um, for the 2023 yeah. season. Um, is that that's probably the is that the only trip you're going to take when you go to US? Is that really the only trip outside of Finland you'll probably take or? No, I think I'll be. You're gonna play some events like Scandinavia. I'll oh, be traveling, okay. I think. But um, you never know. We might do another trip to the states. Yeah. Um, since um, we've been gaining quite a lot of ground in the states. Yeah. And a lot of the business is coming that way. So. We might do more visits, which sucks for me because I have to fly. <laughs> I hate flying. Yeah, what is it like a fourteen-hour? Like, yeah, something like fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah, that's a long and flight. If if there's an option, I'd take a boat any day. Really? Any day? Yeah, any day I would take a boat. Like I would take even like a rowboat over a plane. <laughs> Golly, that's Jesus. extreme. Yeah, a boat would take like a week. Yeah, but I've got control. <laughs> I'm not going to fall. You could sink. Like I can what if it's a storm? Waves. I can handle a little storm. Oh, gosh. Okay. A plane in a storm? Huh? What's it going to do? It's going to crash. Gonna it's going to drop, yeah. like you said. The plane's just dropping yeah, out of the air. It's going to drop. All right, cool. Well, it's like I said, it's been great getting to know you and a little bit more about class discs. And uh, I'm excited for the 2023 season. I'm excited once I start traveling, start making content for the the YouTube channel and for Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm excited. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on for 23. And probably a lot of people will be seeing me more since I didn't sign up to be like the, I'm not the face of the company but a spokesman yeah I guess that's the, that's a word it just kind of happened mm-hmm. so oh yeah and those commercials I know you've got we've got plans to put out some of those everybody loves yeah. those commercials that are different every you know I was talking to Disc Golf Pro Tour and they said it was refreshing to see something that was a little different than other commercials they've seen so um, that's that was like the philosophy I think behind class when it when we started like right from the get go, like we need to be different, yeah, and we need to do things differently. And since we are not following like a blueprint, because uh, well, the owner and all the workers they don't have a disc golf background, yeah. So, like, 
pretty much everything that we do is done a bit differently. Some would might even argue that better. Yeah. Since I mean, whenever Innova did their thing, everyone just kind of followed suit. Like yeah. They are doing it like this, so we are doing it like this. Now you just um, in a in case of clash, uh, you had like people with plastic expertise, and then a guy comes up and says like, "Hey, we need to do a disc. Let's get to work." Mm-hmm. So, like, literally had to build from the ground up. Well, it's working so far, and I know it'll keep yeah. working. All right, well, I'll let you get back to well your time evening. So, and then I'm going to get started with my day. So, good talking yeah. to you. Clinton thump. <laughs> no, no, you don't do it like oh. that. This is the Clinton thumb. The cl- what? The Clinton thumb? Clint. Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the Clinton thumb. All right. Okay. Recording stopped. All right, there we go. Recording stopped. There we go. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to release this as its own episode. That was 35 minutes, yeah. so that's good. Yeah. I can, I can, I've been doing this quite a lot. Yeah. In Finland. I think I'll put it on the Clash YouTube channel. Yeah, why not? Why not put it on there and then I'll put some clips on the Instagram and then on my disc golf answer, man. So they kind of get it everywhere, different places. So, all right, we'll do that. Yeah. All right. Anything? Uh, you should, huh? um, since we touched so many subjects, you should do those timestamps for YouTube. Mm, that's a good idea. Because they are, so they're quite easy to do. Yeah. But, you know, people like to jump. They don't have the attention span. Yeah. I do like too that Google's really good now if you do those. That if people, certain people search for something, I notice it'll, 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 like if ah. I, you know, it's like I'll say how to install a, a door. And yeah. If someone does a long video, but in it, he talks about specifically a door. It'll take me right to that part of it. I think that's oh, brilliant. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good evening and I will talk mm. to you whenever. Whenever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hopefully you guys learned a little bit more about Class Discs and about Randy and his role at Class Discs. Guys, go follow the Disc Golf Answer Man Instagram account. Just look up Disc Golf Answer Man. Follow them on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can follow us on our Facebook group where we get conversations going. Just look for Disc Golf Answer Man Podcast. we got about 11,000 people in the group, so we get some pretty good conversations going on over there. Thanks, guys, again for tuning in, subscribing, and all the stuff you're supposed to do. I really appreciate it. Going to have some more interviews coming your way. But until then, I'll see you. And make sure you keep it real.